Well, hello, and welcome back to uh, Battle Plan. Uh, I'm excited to continue our series on uh, small group spiritual warfare material from my book, My Prayers, My Search for Prayers Satan Hates, and uh, a free downloadable PDF transcript of this podcast is available on our website at active-faith.org under the Resources tab. Uh, got an interesting question uh, today. Are there witches today? Are there witches today? Do you think there's still witches today? Uh, first of all, before I even begin with the Bible verse, let me let me say I've had former witches contact me, witches that were very involved in uh, witchcraft and sacrificial worship to uh, Satan and the occult world. Uh, let me start with a verse now, Deuteronomy 18, verse 10, GWT. You must never sacrifice your sons or daughters by burning them alive, practice black magic, be a fortune teller, witch, or sorcerer. Uh, I once spoke in a chapel at a Christian high school on the topic of spiritual warfare, and I told the story of the atheist who walked into Burger King on a Saturday morning and began a conversation with me because I had an open Bible in front of me. And uh, after speaking in that chapel and telling that story, um, a young man rushed up to me in the confusion of the 200 and something kids leaving the gym and said, I need to talk to you today. I said, OK, I'll be here all day. I'm having lunch at the school cafeteria. You want to catch me in there and talk? And he said, yes, I'll, I'll see you then. So I spotted him in the lunchroom, uh, walking toward me there in the cafeteria a little afternoon. It was easy to see. He was a tall, good-looking young man, obviously coordinated, probably a good basketball player. His eyes caught mine, and it was evident he wanted me to slip away from the group I was with to talk more privately. So we did. He was calm and confident. The story he was about to relate was bizarre and supernatural. Uh, it didn't fit with the calmness that he exhibited in his demeanor. I'd finished eating and I threw away the disposable plate and utensils and spotted an empty table and nodded at him to go in that direction. We sat and had a very serious expression on his face, uh, the expression of a man a lot older than he was. His eyes were focused and intent on me, and he told me his story. My grandmother was a witch, he said. I don't know about you, but I had never had a conversation with anyone that began like that, especially not a young man, just about 16 years old. He said, when I was born, she somehow got some of my blood and offered it to a demon. And I can see them. Uh, I guess if I'd never had realized that Paul's thorn in the flesh was demonic and that perhaps he was the only one who could see the demon assigned to him to torment him, I, I might not have believed this young man, but I confess he had my attention. He calmly and methodically related uh, his story, um, his life story over the next few minutes, along with his father's family's connections to demonic. It was pretty shocking. Unless you believe what the Bible says about angels and demons, you would think we were hearing scenes from a horror movie, a, a really good one. His parents were divorced, but apparently his mother had no help or encouragement from her family and here she was with a baby. So she was forced to rely on her ex-mother-in-law, the witch, to help babysit from time to time. Uh, a common story for single moms needing help. Uh, then this young man told me a, 
what was the final straw, the event that severed the relationship with the witch for good. And here's what happened. It was another one of those instances when the mom was in a bind and forced to ask grandma to the witch to babysit. And he made it sound like grandma was probably very deeply involved in the occult with regular episodes of potions, incantations, and satanic rituals. Uh, apparently, mom finished her errands quickly, arriving home way before expected. And all he could remember was his mom bursting through the front door while he was sitting in the middle of the floor, chanting the same phrase over and over and over again that his grandfather, grandmother had demanded that he repeat. He couldn't remember the exact words, but he did remember his evil grandmother getting more of his own blood that day and urging him to repeat those same words over and over and over. That was it for the mother. She threw this awful woman out of the living room and out of their lives forever. They even moved far away from there to be sure the woman didn't sneak in uninvited someday. However, these evil beings that only he could see have found them more than once. Each time they just move away, far away again. Lord, deliver me from evil. Please help this young man who carries so much spiritual weight on his shoulders. In Jesus' name. In light of today's thoughts, let me suggest that part of your personal battle plan might be to consider the following two discussion thoughts. Number one, have you seen any evidence of witchcraft among your acquaintances or in your city? We've seen local witches make Facebook pages and invite others to join their group. And they've been burying crystals around courthouses in East Texas. Number two, discuss some of these connections in our modern world to the world of the occult. Ouija boards, horoscopes, mediums, fortune tellers, etc. And let me remind you to please keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.